Well, welcome all you NASCAR fans to After Hours with me, Rick Kogan. I am here with uh, uh, an entertainer and a musician I admire uh, almost beyond words. Bob Mamet, how are you? Hi, Rick. It's great to see you. One of the things you told me some time ago is uh, music has always been a part of my life. There is a photo of me at about two years old <laughs> reaching up, trying to touch the keys of the piano in our house. Hey, that's true. That's Everybody true. in the house used to play. You play yes. professionally and have for some time now. Yes. How did you went to college to sort of maybe toy with the, the the field of medicine and doctoring, and got distracted into music? Yes. Well, yes. I mean, I ended up at the conservatory, the Peabody Conservatory, and then went out west uh, uh, to L.A. Um, and uh, it just from there, it just went into the to, went into music. Assess your talent for me. I know that's a very, very, very tough question. I mean, that it is a tough question because I don't. I don't because you're I, a very self-effacing guy. It's a, the worst kind of question to ask someone who is modest about their talent. But I mean, I I love music and I love a lot of forms of it. I mean, I mean, I'm a jazz musician by trade, but I, I like playing you know different styles of music. And it, to me, if 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 it's something that moves me you know from a stylistic standpoint i like to play it or, or compose in that style talk to me about your cds i mean there's something the other the arc of your career is one in which the entire music business has changed uh yeah. dramatically and chaotically it is true it's it's, it's changed a lot my, my earlier cds were more in the contemporary jazz vein uh and then uh, you know more lately um I uh, kind of moved into an acoustic jazz trio format, um, and and I'm actually working on the next project uh, in the coming months, which will actually be my first solo piano uh, project, uh, which I'm you know a little bit different, a little bit of a departure. Uh, oh, you should be excited about that. It is. Though. It's 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 been fun, you know, working on from a stylistic standpoint. Bob is going to be appearing this Thursday at seven thirty at the Epiphany Center. You can go to Epiphany shy chi.com or you can go to bobmammoth.com that's a great venue bob and it's a venue that's popped up in the last couple of years it really is it really is i i i'm very excited we're very i'm, I'm gonna be there with my trio um charles rick heath on drums and jim cox on bass they're chicago legends God, I, i've known jim forever i mean well, they're forever. just great players and I'm, I'm i'm really excited to be there with them and it's our first time for us, our first time playing there, and uh, we're just really excited about it. It's a really nice venue. It's a great venue, and it's being kind of discovered. That whole area is kind of booming, though people can't really afford to live there much anymore, but they can go out at night. Also sitting here and laughing in the background is Adam Seltzer, who's going to be on after Bob. But uh, Ad Adam, thanks for coming in, and feel free to talk to Bob Mamet about anything that might interest you. You are, of course, famously the younger brother of a, a without argument, Chicago's most uh, noted playwright, David. David used to sing in your living room, too, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. He did. He did some singing. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> what kind of song? Well, the, he would sing The Beatles, you know, Paul McCartney, Rocky Raccoon was one of the ones I remember as a kid. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit younger than him, but um, I remember, I remember, you know, he's he was... Uh, 
he was an actor. He was a singer. You know, in his younger days. Knowing your parents as well as I, I did, your, yeah. especially your dad and your lovely mom Judy, who's still more than alive and kicking. Yeah, yes. they supported this career in music. I mean, yeah, I mean, they were very supportive. You know, uh, basically, uh, you know, they. My dad played the piano. Yeah, and uh, my mom. Uh, even plays I, I have uh, now. I, I, my my nephew, who's my protege, Anshul, uh, is at the School for the Arts in San Francisco, and he's uh, you know. Uh, you have a protege now. I, I do. I do. Okay, you've so, arrived. So you've the, arrived. the the whole family, uh, uh, you know, has has been you know very much involved. Uh, and you know, in music, but before me, and now uh, the younger generation. So. Well, we're going to take a break. You're going to be on for another half hour, and I will have you select a song. Krista Flores, the great engineer, will play it after uh, we take a short little break, and you can hear what Bob Mamet sounds like. It's uh, seven thirty Thursday at the Epiphany Center. Do go to Bob's website, bobmamet.com, and you'll get tons more information. We'll be back momentarily. Welcome back. After hours, me, Rick Kogan, sitting next to Bob Mamet, who is performing Thursday night at 7.30 at the Epiphany Center. You can. I'm not going to spell for your smart bunch. Even you NASCAR people are smart. Uh, EpiphanyCHI.com or go to BobMammoth.com. Uh, also in here is Adam Selzer, who's going to be on uh, a little after uh, Bob, or but he's on now. And Adam, please join in. You guys are having a please, yeah. wonderful, lively conversation <laughs> yes, about, we we have. about yeah. history and uh, tours. You know, jazz and what jazz was in what building here in Chicago. <laughs> yes, sure, sure. Absolutely. And there's a, there's a rich, you know, one of the great things, and Bob, you're more than aware of it, is the rich history of jazz in this town, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, my uh, uh, my first piano teacher, Lucille Gould, mm-hmm. um, uh, she uh, used to uh, go. She she was stricken with polio at a young age, but she would go with her wheelchair down uh, downtown and sit in with the likes of um, Duke Ellington and Louis mm-hmm. Armstrong. Oh, and, wow! Yes, and and she would she had all you know all the stories to tell. And I mean that that's me. when I do a show. I usually like. To do a little storytelling. No question. You're very good at it, too. Thank yeah. you. You're I, very good at it. You know, I, I, I think, and, and Adam, we, we were talking about that, too. You know, uh, just just the, the stories behind, like you do architecture, the stories right. behind uh, the art is very important. Yeah. It, it makes you appreciate the songs a lot more if you, yeah. know, you know who wrote it, what went into it, what were they thinking, what was going on when they wrote it. That's right. It gives you some context. Yeah. Well, you know, a building, neither a building nor a song is what you might refer to as a living thing unless right. you bring right. in right. the lives. I mean, a cemetery, no one thinks of what well, it's a living thing. I would argue, well, to Adam's amazing book, uh, yeah. Graceland Cemetery, that it is alive, yeah. that it is filled with stories. All right, Bob Mamet, you have selected a song for people to hear. Krista Flores is ready to play it. Why don't you introduce it yes uh this tune is from my impromptu album um uh with uh, uh with joel labarbra um on the drums uh bill evans old drummer and uh derek oles on the bass and uh, this is a original composition of mine called katsia well adam selzer and i were sitting here smiling and enjoying that what do you think when you hear yourself play bob um i yeah i mean sometimes yeah sometimes it is weird hearing yourself it's like it's like like when you hear uh, you know when you hear your 
voice on your outgoing voicemail. It's just, it's, just like a, it's a little weird. Um, what you do a lot of original compositions, don't you? Yes, yes, that one was one, and um, I, I do that. You know, um, probably mostly on my albums, they're mostly uh, originals. Although I did, I have done an album. The London House Blues album was one that was mostly standards, actually. Yeah. It was a little bit of a departure. Well, it was also an homage to yes. the famous uh, London House that was not far from here. That's right. And Just that Adam, you right know. Here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, I'm, when I'm on my boat tours, I actually talk about it. We go by the London Guarantee Building. Right, uh, right. Which had the London House in it. You know, you can go on Spotify right now, look up Sarah Vaughan live after hours of the London House. Yes. And, uh, and certainly Ramsey Lewis. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Certainly yeah. Ramsey Lewis. You know, that, that was designed by Alfred Al Schuler, who did a number of buildings around town. His father took the first photograph of Abraham Lincoln with a beard. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> See, this great. is the stuff. And, and yeah. we'll talk yeah, to I mean, I'm always, I'm, I'm always finding the new little bits, the way, the way that all these people, the thing in cemetery tours, especially the way people's lives intersected with each other and the way that all the stories end up tying into each other. Yeah, because and well, Chicago is is particularly rich in that kind of thing. Don't you think? I, I, yes. I, yes. I do think so, yeah. For sure. For it sure. really is. Yeah. Uh how, what's your show going to be like? What are you playing at the Epiphany Center yeah. Thursday? I mean, right. At, at, yes. At the Epiphany Center, we'll, we'll, we'll be playing like from 7.30 to 9 p.m., one long set. And, and basically, it is going to be a mixture of originals and also some, some, some classics and standards. We're going to do a Dave Brubeck medley. Oh, wow. And I've got to get a little bit into the history of, of the Dave Brubeck Quartet uh, before we do it and just talk a little bit of a funny and colorful story behind it. Oh, fantastic. You know, you do, and that, to my mind, enriches a performance in the same way that Adam enriches his various tours by bringing in facts that, that don't always go, make people go, oh, my God, but at least, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Geez, really? That, that happened here? That happened here? Mm-hmm. How have you found Chicago? How have you found the last... Uh, couple of years bob i mean it's been it's got to have been hard on on yes someone who loves to perform live no it's true i mean like so many you know like so many of us i i had a full uh you know i full a full itinerary of shows uh or at least performances uh you know at the beginning of the pandemic and then we just you know you just have to adjust and and uh right you know ride it out and Mm. to some extent you know it, it hasn't for a lot of us, it, it, uh, this is actually my one of my first I know. shows coming back. I know. Yeah. I know. You'll be, my guess is you'll be exuberant on stage. <laughs> well, and it, it, you know, people, not just performers have yeah. missed that. Audiences have missed that, too, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, Adam, you, you're doing. For, for the first couple of concerts back, it was just, it could have been almost anybody, and I would have thought it was a great show. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> Uh, We'll be back with these two fine and talented and relatively young men uh, after the news. So please stay tuned. You'll hear another tune from Bob. Welcome back to After Hours with me, Rick Kogan. I am the host of this show, have been for a long time. My guest is Bob Mamet, who's performing Thursday at 730 at the Epiphany Center. You can go to bobmamet.com. Dot com. Also in studio with us is Adam Selzer, who's going to get on here and talk about, uh, it really is, I'm telling you, a remarkable book. I have read hundreds, hundreds of books about Chicago, and this is uh, 
at the very top of the list. Oh, you know, I like uh, well, never come morning, and there are a lot of others, but this is a vastly <laughs> different, vastly different book. And Bob is going to have a copy soon for his mom. I want to read himself. It. You get it? You went all nervous now, Bob. I, it, it's been a long time, as you just said. It's been a while since you played. Right. I mean, we've had. We've, I've done. I've done a few things, some private events, and some smaller things, but. Uh, um, this is our first, you know, like public, uh, yeah. you know, show coming that we, out party, man. But but no, I'm excited about it. I mean, uh, there's always those jitters, you know, when you're uh, you're about to come come on stage. But you know, I'm just excited about getting back out there and uh, you know, uh, uh, performing. One of the nicest, one of the last times I saw you was at the Showcase, Jazz Showcase, which is an amazing room, an amazing place, yes, yes. Uh, an amazing lot of things. Yes. And one of the great things about it is the crowd was sort of peppered with some people you'd gone to high school with, uh, yes, some yes. of your mom's friends, and right? I, yeah, I, which is which made it even more joyful. It's a reunion of sorts. Yeah, it really is. It it, it is. You, you just never know who's who's going to show up and who who you haven't seen in a while, maybe, or some new faces that you just met or have never met. Yeah, let's hear another something you've picked out a song for the great Krista Flores to play. What is it? Yeah, Krista, I I, I asked her to play this tune from my album london house blues uh and this one is a miles davis composition the great miles davis and this one's called nardis that's wonderful bob mamet who's playing with you that on that track it's larry gray on the bass and uh paul wordico the great drummer who played with pat metheny and and and, and others and uh just a couple of really great uh, players on that track uh, that's for my now, you're a very good player and you play with absolute professional professionals on every level including jim cox is coming thursday at epiphany yes and, and, and do you guys have to charles, charles rick heath on drums on that one when and you he's, meet he's played with everyone yeah. do you talk about your sense of music do you or you just sit there and play and say wow you'll be good you're a good collaborator well you know sometimes you play with people over a period of time you know and and you you what you just said is that you at first you say oh you know you've heard of so and so and you've you've heard their work from playing with other people uh right. and, and you want to you know sit in with them and, and and see how how it works with the three of you or you know wh- wh- however the the group is i play with mostly trios in the past several years uh but then once you kind of get used to their playing it just becomes you know uh, richer and you can do more with the collaboration Absolutely. Uh, bob it's always great to see you give your mom my love it's great to see you Rick. I, I asked bob to sit in with uh, the interview we'll be doing with adam selzer about his uh remark I, I i know i can be hyperbolic sometimes but in this case i'm just being honest it's a remarkable book well thank you <laughs> graceland cemetery chicago stories symbols and secrets. I asked Bob to sit in, but he's got to go rehearse. Well, so. we, yes, so we can get the notes right for uh, yeah. For, for yeah, Thursday we don't want to we don't want to screw up the Thursday night performance at the Epiphany. So. <laughs> don't let, and, let that be on my head. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Adam, how could you do this to me? Uh, we'll take a little break, and I'll come back, and Adam and I will talk about Graceland and about his interesting career. He's a passionate passionate chicago historian uh give your mom my love and give her a big hug and tell her there's a book coming in the mail for her she'll love this book thank you rick all right bob take care and knock him dead thursday all right thank you rick we'll be back in a few minutes